This is People Like Us, a show about Alt-MBA alumni. Here's Avraham Byers from Alt-MBA 16. So Avraham, I actually knew of you before Alt-MBA. Your website has a lot of personality. It, it's very, uh, it's very you. Has it always looked like that? Oh, it's, it's, it's been a process. When I first started off, it would look completely different than it looks now. I hid behind a brand. I used to run a company called Breakthrough Personal Financial Trainers, which was AKA me by myself. But I hid behind something that felt very corporate, something that felt very big because I felt to myself that I didn't really have experience in this industry and I had to feel like I was part of something bigger. I also rented a fancy office downtown Toronto, which costs a huge amount of money, which is bad budgeting advice, by the way. So don't rent huge offices if you don't need to um, in expensive areas, for sure not. But So I hid behind a brand. And I came across somebody who people might know. Her name is Laura Belgray. Um, she's a writer um, uh, and also a, um, a really funny person. Uh, she runs a company called Talking Shrimp, which is just her, but she doesn't hide behind Talking Shrimp. And we started talking about what does it mean to communicate to your clients and what does it mean to um, be your own brand, which scared the living daylights out of me. I did not think that I wanted to um, do be my own brand. Um, but I got I got hooked up to her. Um, and she's also writes for Marie Forleo. So some people might know Marie Forleo as well, listening to this podcast. Um, and so basically, I felt more comfortable with somebody that backed me up. So you can do this, Avraham. Like you're a really funny guy, and you have like a lot of unique attributes about yourself that I don't see out there. And I think you should put that in the forefront of your copy of your website, and it should be you. And I was really nervous about doing it, and I wrote my copy, and then I got Laura Belgrade to edit it. And she, she definitely added a little punch to it, but it was basically all me that wrote my website and actually my own pictures as well, um, for the website. Um, and it was just, it was just like an, uh, an amazing experience because the first time ever I put myself out there and I wasn't hiding. It was me that was in the forefront saying, look, here I am. Look what I could do for you. This is what I built. Either you like it or you don't like it, but it's me and I'm cool with that. And so, and I sent it out and it's so funny because you don't expect things to happen, but I also wrote a book at the same time called Your Magic Number. I, I call it a book, but it's really more like a leaflet. It's 50 pages, but a lot of it's my own like little drawings. I use big font. So it's easy to read. It's probably really only like 10 pages of writing, but it's expanded to 50 to make it easy to read. And so I put an ebook as well at the same time. I launched it and the website actually got nominated for like a award online, which I wasn't expecting to happen for design and for content. And at the same time, also my, my ebook, which I was just had as like a little like lead magnet that had like, Hey, sign up here. I actually took off like Inc. magazine picked it up. Money Sense magazine picked it up. Um, there's a paper out here, a newspaper um, called the Globe and Mail, which is like a national newspaper here in, in Canada. Picked it up. It just got a lot of press, like really quickly. And then next thing you know, I had thousands of subscribers on my email list from like just a couple hundred. So just like sort of like 
blossomed to this big thing that I wasn't expecting it to happen. And it was just the right time, I guess, out there. And it's just, you know, the right copy. People really sort of liked what I had to say. And like that, I was just authentic with myself. I'm, I'm, I'm funny. I'm a fun guy. Like, not like the mushroom fun guy, but I'm like, I'm actually a fun guy. And I'm also talking about money, which is like a weird combination of being like a fun guy, talking about money. I like this big beard. I, I joke about my beard a lot on my website and, and how I actually became Jewish. I wasn't born Jewish, became Jewish later in life. I talk about that on my website. So I had like these, all like these things that just about me in there, just sort of coming into my copy. I think that that attracted a lot of people with like a sense of humor with money and like a guy who's like I could just talk to he's like he could relate to me I guess in a certain sense so um, that's sort of like the long or the short of it or the short or the long of it I don't know whatever way that works but that's what it is basically it just I, I hid for many years and I just came around and decided one day through the influence of somebody else who was an influencer in my life Laura Belgray and just gave me the courage to go out there and, and show the world who I really am. One of the challenges that I had after I got a lot of subscribers on my email list was now I had an audience of people that I could talk to and tell whatever I want to. And that really, that scared me. It freaked me out because now I'm like, have like some sort of responsibility placed upon me because that people are listening. You know, if I'm writing a newsletter to 200 people, it's a lot different than writing to like 3,000 people. And visually, if you just, I'm a visual kind of guy, so visualize 200 people in a room. Okay, so that's a lot of people to have at a party, 200 people. If you have a party to 3,000 people and you have to go stand up on the stage to give a little bit of presentation now and talk about something, it becomes a huge challenge. And I was afraid that I was going to tell people a story that they didn't want to hear and they're just going to get bored of me and unsubscribe. Or I was going to run out of things to say and it was going to go silent. Which is quite funny because I was being silent because I didn't publish a post for a very long time. And so I was being silent. But then that every time I didn't post, then I'm like, oh, I got to post another blog and I have to send out to my readership. That whenever that happened, I started thinking to myself like, oh my gosh, like when I do post, like I'm going to lose half my subscribers. That even pushed back further and maybe not want to post again. But I knew I had to stop because, you know, you have to engage your readership. And also, I spent so much time on my book, and I and I and I and I really probably overdid it in terms of the graphics, in terms of the wording. Like I spent way too much time on the book, but the book wasn't just a success, like by the media. It was a success by people reading it. I got tons of emails from people saying that your book's changed my life. I loved your approach. It's so easy to understand. I love the concept of your magic number. I don't know why I didn't think about this earlier. You know, if I only heard about this like when I was younger, imagine where I'd be today. Like a lot of emails came through praising my book. I felt like, well, that's like my best art. I can't top that ever. And the concept of even blogging, 
to the level of perfection that I had my book out there also paralyzed me. So there's a couple of things that are happening all at the same time. It wasn't just like a one sort of sided coin that stopped me from, from publishing, stopped me from posting stuff out. The, the challenges I was having was a twofold that my readership may, may not want what I'm going to post or I'm going to run out of stuff to say. I'm going to lose subscribers. On the other side, I'm like, I can't produce that level of copy in my writing, in, in my posts like I did my book. And so I froze and I didn't move for a very long time. And I knew that I had to change. I knew that I had to start shipping again, but I was too freaked out to do it. And I felt like I needed something, a third party or a group of people or somebody who, or a group of people that are actually heading a different direction that I was going. Maybe a group of people that are more motivated to keep on moving in some direction. So when I got the email for the Alt MBA and talked about sprinting, talked about you know achieving more. I'm like, oh, I need I need some of that in my life because I'm frozen, frozen from my perfection, and and frozen from fear of people just not being interested in me being hurt at the end. I want to switch gears a little bit, kind of talk about your Alt MBA experience. How did you change during Alt MBA? Delta me completely changed who I am and how I approach my business and my thinking as well. You know, like I mentioned before, I was, I was, I joined the Delta MBA to ship. That was my goal. And I did, it, it sort of, it just opened me up again. You know, I, I got back my zing and my zang and I started shipping again and I was consistent in every week and just going out and sending out emails to my, to my readership every week. But what I got out of the Alton Bay was much more than just shipping. First, I got connection to a lot of people that I would never have met in my life if it wasn't for us all coming together on a single platform like Alton Bay. That was a huge, huge win. The second was, second thing I got beyond, um, just shipping again was the, the, the idea of my mind being freed of its own negative constraints and embracing the idea of looking at people with a fresh eye always. So, you know, never prejudging, you know, really being empathetic towards other people, which is something that I had a little bit of, like a little bit of, but you know, I, I'd size up people pretty quickly in my own mind. And the Alt MBA, I think the big win for me really, what I walked away was walked away from was that you're a blank sheet of paper to me. I'm interested in you. I want to know about you. Tell me about your life. And let's just be friends and connect. And that was a massive thing for me. Probably the biggest win of the Alt MBA. So what's next for you? Or what are you working on these days? I have, I have a huge passion project I'm working on right now. Um, it's a, uh, it's a, a subgroup within inside the Alt MBA alumni. It's called the Ship It Group. And it has an Alt MBA-ish 
style to it. But basically what it is, is um, we have like right now running, like we have four groups, um, four learning groups going right now. Sometimes we have five. And what we do is, is we choose our own goals and then we sprint with our own goals. And we follow the Alt MBA, I guess you can say framework of posting and um, comments and RSing and nothing set in stone with it, but we're on the second version, version 2.0 right now. But it's just an exciting space to be in with a bunch of great people that all care about each other and want to help each other grow. And I think the most exciting part about it is that people are having a sense of connection within the group, um, especially within their learning groups that they wouldn't get if they didn't have a platform like the Ship It group to sort of bring them together. And I think that is exciting for me. And that's my passion project working right now. Um, I'm hoping to make it um, available to more people as we move on and to be able to share the special space with other people as as we as we keep continuing to grow and and helping people not just like actualize their goals what they're trying to accomplish but something that goes a little beyond that which is helping them get different perspectives on their goals or rethink their goals or to um maybe chunk it up a little more get them to to step up a little bit a little bit stretch a little further so that's what we're hoping that the shipping group will do. And that's why I love it so much. And I'm hoping that people um, also love it too. Well, I love it. Um, and I'm, I'm honored to, to be a part of it. I just want to also give a, a shout out um, on this passion project, really, because it's not just me. It sounds like it's just me, but really I co-founded it with, uh, with Fraser and, uh, um, LaRock from, from the Alt MBA. Um, and, and we're, I was, I was privileged enough to have him, um, co-started with me. Now Fraser's moved on to things that are, um, you know, uh, taking up more of his time and he won't be able to devote as much time he wants to the shipping group. Um, he's always, uh, you know, the co-founder and, and, and I've, and I've a, a co-sprint leader now. Um, Heather, who's like absolutely amazing. And, uh, you know, she's like rocking it. So, and all the other people and everybody on the group, really, it's just, it's just a special place for everybody. It's just a, a shout out to anybody's listening from the shipping group. Like I'm, I'm giving you all props because you guys are just completely amazing. And I love the work that you're putting out there. I just, I think it's phenomenal. One of the goals of the show is to help alumni connect and this is not so much a question as it is a a prompt. It's a fill in the blank. Reach out if blank. Reach out if you want to smile. Reach out if you want to hear a cheesy joke. Because I got lots of those. And reach out if you want a friend. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes for ways to contact Avraham.
Yeah, I'm always good for the blooper reels. I like that's like the place I, I I'm the best in. Like I'm 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 Mr. Blooper. Mr. Blooper. I love it. Mr. Blooper. Mr. Blooper. <laughs> Mr. Blooper. <laughs> that that uh there was this thing in America, it was like a toy called Mr. Bucket. And uh and it was a bucket and you had these little shovels and you'd put these plastic balls into his head and then he would spit them out. And the song was uh I'm Mr. Bucket. Put the balls in my head. I'm Mr. Bucket. Balls will come out. I'm Mr. Bucket. Hey, buckets of fun. Mr. Bucket. Buckets of fun. 